everybody to see. All of us adults, everyone needs to be able to see this. Our kids, you know, they go through a lot of stress. You know, we keep saying the word resilient. I really want to, I don't want to say, I actually don't ever say resilient anymore to any parent. I never say kids are resilient at all, but I can guarantee you there are so many people. I hear that word all the time. And I'm like, children are not resilient. They are sponges. Yeah. We were sponges as children. They are sponges. They are not resilient. You know, it's, and we need to be the change. We need to change the cycle of dysfunction. We need to ensure um, that us as, as parents, no matter what our positions are, you know, whether we are a teacher, a counselor, a school secretary, a school nurse, the cafeteria personnel, it doesn't matter who we are as a person, we really need to make sure that we understand uh, mental health, that we spread awareness, that we focus on signs, agitation, withdrawal, hopelessness, decline in self-care. Um, you, you have the signs from these kids. And this is what I want to finish up with. Okay. I can give you a million resources. There are so many amazing resources out there. But what I want every parent to understand and every parent to have handy and every parent to give their child. Crisis text line, text 741741. It doesn't matter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, go online or use your phone and text 741741. Reach out to the crisis text line. Get any information that you need to learn. There is a counselor there and available, whether you are a child or an adult, whether you're being bullied, whether you're being uh, physically abused or mentally abused, if you have been sexually assaulted, if you need help and you don't feel that someone is truly helping you and you don't know where to get help, reach out to the crisis text line. They are there. 24 hours a day. They are trained counselors. They are there 365 days a year. They don't take vacations. So they are there for major holidays. It doesn't matter when you need them, reach out to them. And I think it's important that every home have that available for their kids. And if you're a parent, you can go to crisistextline.org and you can find all the information that you need to help and guide you and teach you. They even send you to, to more organizations that are inclined to teach you classes to be able to help you. You know, go to bullying.gov if you wanna understand bullying, to understand how to, how to be a voice in your community to make things better. I mean, those two resources to me are very important. It's extremely important for our youth. Uh, you and I mentioned this before, safe, Space for our kids does not mean a room, a location. Right. It means something that provides them the ability to understand that they will not be hurt for where they are. They need a happy place. Yeah. And I mean, the cycle of dysfunction, that's the most um, and most important advice that I feel as though that I can share. 
as a mother who lost her child to suicide and you know, as a, a really good friend of yours who, and you suffer every day to get through your own mental health. Mm-hmm. It's, we all go through challenging things. Um, I surprised a psychologist one time who told me they couldn't offer me any help because I learned to compartmentalize and focus and deal with my own traumas in different ways that I am able to go through my life. And I have never been diagnosed with depression. I understand that I'm sad without my daughter, mm-hmm. but I don't have that monster in my head. Right. Be it depression, be it bipolar, be it you know schizophrenia, whatever a diagnosis can be as far as mental health, I don't have that. But I was born to me, I still feel as though being able to compartmentalize the trauma in my life is a form of you know, a mental illness. I'm just able to deal with it a little bit more. And I can promise you as a mother, it is not easy living every single solitary waking moment of my life without one of the only two children that I was blessed to give birth to. It is a pain like no other. And the, the journey of grief, not many parents are like me. There are hundreds of thousands of parents out there like me whose voices you don't hear. And I'm hoping that I'm able to channel what their pain is through my pain yeah. in order to be able to help save another life. You know, um, Linda, I want to thank you for coming on my, my show, Mental Health Warrior, you know, and, and people think that, you know, I only talk about, you know, veterans issues or military issues, and I do, but, you know, mental health encompasses the family, and the family yeah. is not just the military family, it's the children, it's, it's everybody involved, and we can only get rid of the stigma associated with it by talking about it, and this is why you do what you do, and I do what I do, and I'm very appreciative of you to, to come on and, and what what you do for our children is, is truly amazing. Um, and I know you and I will probably be friends until we no longer walk on this earth. Um, but it, it, it's, I'm really sure great. we'll go beyond that. Our spirits yeah, no. are rising together. Um, but you bring up a lot of great points. Um, you know, we'll, we'll put the crisis text line up, you know, on my podcast, if you ever seen it, we have, you know, your logo here in case somebody wants to sponsor that. Throughout this podcast, we'll have that text crisis line up there instead. Kevin can make that happen because uh, he's a great producer. Um, but, you know, I'm going to go ahead and close out. Linda, thanks again for coming on. You brought up a lot of great points. And parents, if you've noticed a change in your child and behavior, um, if they're no longer dressing the way they used to do for school or they're dressing opposite of the, of the way they used to, yeah. you know, just ask the question and see, you know, you are a parent. Uh, you have every right to look at what's going on with their social media. I do not so much anymore, Junior's 18, but I used to check his phone periodically just to see what was going on uh, with his accounts. Um, you know, Linda, we didn't talk about it, but I, I want to bring up one good point as I close out here. I was talking to you one time about Junior and his grades from school, and you told me a very important thing, and I quit harassing him about his grades, is grades aren't important if your child suffers mentally from it, right? And I had to realize that you know, sometimes Junior would not get such a good grade as I thought he should, but what was the reason why the grade dropped? And so when I, when you told me that, and I changed my way of thinking about his grades, because now it never, it no longer became a stressor for him, 
right? Mm-hmm. So if I get a C in class, dad's going to be pissed and what's going to happen, all this stuff, right? right? And so he's always stressed about that. And, and you really opened my eyes to that. And so I quit being that way. Now, I do get upset with Junior if he gets a bad grade because he's lazy. That's completely different. I'm not talking about that. If he didn't turn in his right. work, or if he didn't do something else. Right. But what I found out is, is, is when I changed my way of thinking about his grades, he would come to me and say, Dad, you know, I really don't understand this math problem or I don't understand this. And the teacher's not helping me explain it. Right. Right. Or something like that. And so just by me changing the conversation about his grades, changed him and how he approaches me about his grades and and, and so I just want to end with that too parents um you know don't think that you know grades are end all that end all because they're not because once you leave school grades aren't important you know that the old joke is you know what's the difference between the guy he graduated number one of his class at doctor school and the guy that graduated 100 yeah you still call him doctor right? that's exactly true yeah so, you're absolutely so right I'm I mean gonna do a thank you for that uh, for helping me pull my head out of my full point of contact. That was about a year ago. I think we had that conversation, but uh, you know, I want to thank, and I want to leave with that. Um, I just want to say mental health warriors. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, please log on to veterans trash talk.com. We got all of our good merch out there. You can get your good t-shirts and, and everything out there. And, and I want to thank everybody for joining in. You guys have a great week. Take care. Yay. Yay. Hey, that was a good episode. That was going to be good. Okay, so now, good. now I'm going to complain about veteran trash talk because I want to get a shirt, but let me explain something to you. <laughs> I wear extra small. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> extra small. And you guys didn't have extra small. Oh, well, I'm going we'll to talk to do something about that. that. Yeah. Can <laughs> take care of that? Yep. 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 Got you it. got more pull with them than I do. Extra small for Linda right now. Here it is. Yeah, yeah we're ex- extra small. We we laugh at me because it's like, um, no matter no matter what, uh, you know, we all know I'm 53. I'm five foot seven, and damn if I don't get above 130 pounds, so I can't <laughs> seem to outgrow the extra small. That's that's know? tough. <laughs> that's tough. I wish I had that problem. Yeah, right, so kind of like you know. Kevin, you've never seen me in person. Cliff has. The height mm-hmm. kind of stretches me out. <laughs> well, now yeah. I'm th- see, I'm doing extra small for Linda, but I'm also thinking, wow, now we got a kids market for the Don't Be a Triggered Pansy t-shirt, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's a good one, you know? I don't know if he's worn it, but I got him one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to tell you guys something hilarious. Okay, don't laugh. But I have Hulu and I have a I have a profile for my dogs that has <laughs> sorry. I just don't I have to say don't laugh. <laughs> laugh at something. I, I swear so you to have God. A Hulu, Hulu profile for your Hulu. dog. Did I hear that right? I have Hulu and I have a profile for my dogs to watch cartoons. You That's ready great. for this? Yeah. You ready? Teen Titans. Everyone knows who teens ti- Teen Titans are, right? Oh, yeah, I watch it with Lloyd. I love it. Right, right, right. I can put the TV, kids, um, I have it rated for kids. And t- kid, t- um, Teen Titans can run all day long. Yeah. You know, I put the Looney Tunes that you and I grew up with. Yeah. Bugs Bunny, Donald Duck, right? I mean, okay. da- Daffy Duck, everything. Do you know I put that up? And a rating blocks it every time it comes up. 
Wow. This is an adult channel and it's not allowed. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I believe that. What is, is Lloyd, you know, Lloyd uh, kind of likes watching these, those old Bugs Bunny and Roadrunners. I, I know, it's so funny. And I was just like, how is the, a kid's rated, you know, that's that kind of show you, that's where media comes into me. Yeah. So certain things, how are you blocking a cartoon that we grew up on? Right, right. Violent and not accepted. Right. Uh, for on a G-rated, um, uh, you know, station, but you play Teen Titans and you know they're bad as shit. It'd be interesting right. to see if you play Family Guy or Futurama, yeah. or Rick and Morty, if that Family comes. Guy. It would play Family Guy. It would not play Looney Tunes, our cartoons. It wouldn't play it. That's funny. I rated every single time. I was so I had to believe it or not. I had to change my dog's rating to adult. <laughs> hey, Kevin, we're going to show this on the after show. Yeah, I am sure. not kidding you. <laughs> I am not kidding you. I had, That's to, right. I had to change my dog's rating to R so that they can actually watch. Bugs Bunny, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I need That's to get, hilarious. I need to and you know what, Cliff? I, I, I'm going to send you some pictures because I'm going to show you. My dogs really do look at cartoons. They, That's great. That new movie on Disney, Turning Red. Oh, my God. They, I don't know what it is. They love it. Athena, she'll bark at the cartoons. Yeah, That's so great. It cracked me up when she was barking and barking and barking. And I came in, and that was the first time I discovered Looney Tunes was blocked. She was, bark- <laughs> she was barking because oh, yeah, the they went off. Oh, that's that's great. That's great. I said, I'd like to offer my services up to you to help you accomplish, you know, anything oh, that you have in you. mind, for sure, for sure, for sure. Thank you, Kevin. Don't I hesitate. That's it. what I'm, I mean, like I said, this is absolutely a, a passion for me. You know, it started with veterans and has, you know, like Cliff said, it's not just veterans that should be awarded good mental health. You know, that's for all of us. So yeah. I'm, I'm here to make a change any way I can. It's time. Thank you. You're very Thank welcome. Thank you. I greatly appreciate that. Absolutely. Cliff, absolutely. Yeah. Did you notice that I made it through without crying? I know. I almost <laughs> cried. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, um, that's, a. Uh, I can't offer you enough compliments about how you put that out there. That to me would seem almost impossible to do. So you lost your daughter, but you have to focus on how many lives have you saved. It doesn't make up for the loss of your daughter, but without you, what would the tragedies that other families be facing right now without your organization? Think about these counselors that wouldn't have the tools to help these kids, especially come out. Yes. Of, I mean, mm-hmm. to me, I was really, when I found out about that, when we talked to Marilyn, did that speaking event together, I was absolutely shocked and mortified that that even occurred. I mean, cause you were telling me they were taking classes like cooking classes and knitting classes and stupid yes. shit. Like that. I mean, I, I just, and then you think about school counselors and then you think about, well, they're just there for telling you what career you're going to have or something like oh, that. Yeah. You know, oh, and yeah. I mean, I remember um, one year, Black Friday, I'll never forget this. My um, my older daughter, L'Oreal and I, we walked into Lowe's and, you know, I'm constantly always working on some project of some mm-hmm. sort. And so we walked into Lowe's barely walked into the through the sliding doors at Lowe's and a woman who was a school counselor who recognized who I was Mm -hmm. literally walked up to me not hi Linda 
you right. know, oh, it's good to see you. It was, she was a school counselor. She was also working part-time at Lowe's. And she literally walked up to me and said, you know, your daughter is the bane of Prince George's County Council's existence. And my oldest daughter. Lucky she didn't get punched. Oh my God, you have no idea. I had to physically, and I'm the more violent one between my daughter and I. So it's like, I had to sit here and grab my daughter and walk her out. But before I did that, as soon as I restrained my daughter, I looked and I said, for what? For helping you to do a better job and yeah. help our kids? Yeah. You know, if that is my daughter's bane of your existence, then I'm sorry, but at least I can help save lives. I think the re- appropriate response should have been thank you. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. meaning, meaning when she said that to you, you're welcome. It's you're right. Welcome for making you do your job better. I know. Right. I mean, I, I literally, it, it became, I used to get, people would send me messages and um, I just, you know, none of that bothers me. I know it's probably like, you know, probably 70% of the counselors in uh, the state of Maryland who didn't appreciate Lorenz Law being, um, I mean, I was hearing it. Yeah, I was hearing from the schools because some of my daughter's friends are school counselors and teachers. They were sending me screenshots. They were taking they were taking um, pictures. Yeah. Because they were all going through all these different t- trainings and on the slides they were showing me how House Bill 0947 Lorenz Law was um, b- was being implemented and how going forward this is going to be a part of their practices and processes. So I was I was seeing pictures and as I I was seeing positive pictures being sent to me on my phone, I couldn't share it, but I saw, I was getting those messages. I would get like, you know, uh, social media messages, you know, about, you know, uh, if I did, as if I didn't have enough expense in this world, I have to now pay, you know, to be, you know, to be certified. And I'm like, then go do another job. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but you know, I'm, I'm still probably the most disliked uh, parent. Good. Good. I mean, the, the thing is, is let's face it. Um, teaching is one of those things. That it, it shouldn't be a, a career. It should be a calling. You it know, the, sa- the same way with law enforcement. I'm convinced the reason we have so many problems with law enforcement overreacting in situations is because they're not made of the same stuff that they used to be made of. You know, they're, no. they're scared. They, they go into those situations already afraid of what's going to happen. And they don't have, because of their fear, they don't have the ability to diffuse that situation. And instead with their fear, escalate that situation, at least and in you, their own, in their own mind. Well, and and you, see right. that in the military. you see that in the military, right? So the military is, you know, when something happens, let's say there was a suicide in your unit, the first thing the investors are going to do when they come to the commander, they're going to ask, what did you do wrong? I didn't right. do anything fucking wrong. I did everything. Right. You know, right. so you, became, you become over precautionary yes. because you know what's going to happen on the interim. And I will tell you, just like the lady that came up to you in Lowe's, her problem is, is probably not necessarily that she felt bad now that she's got to get certified. She probably feels guilty over the fact that she didn't keep up with the certification and how many kids did that affect her life? And maybe that's what's affecting her. 
Right. 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 I mean, you have they, they there were so many school counselors that loved Lorenz Law. Um, there was a principal in Dorchester County. He didn't think he was for it, and he was like, uh, yeah. you know, I, I saw his interview and he was just like, I'm for it. Yeah. I will support it. He didn't think it was going to get passed, right. but it got passed. So yes. there, there, there are some principals out there who truly believe in the reason why schools were created. It is a sanctuary for training and providing youth with knowledge. Yeah. And that's the purpose of educating and these schools. Well, knowledge it's is not it's not to sit here and, you know, uh, pull funding and buy themselves big houses mm -hmm. instead of spending right. it on, you know, providing amazing extra extracurricular activities to, to to you know to engage our kids right. and our imaginations, you know, because you know that's not what it is, right. you know, but we gotta not every school is is run the same way. All For of sure. these administrators run it the way that they want. So, That's right. you know, I yeah. would tell you, my brother, the superintendent, when COVID hit, he never closed his schools. Yeah, and he, and he got a lot of pressure from the city around him, and a lot of superintendents were pissed because he didn't. But he told the teacher, said, "This is not right for the kids." Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna do our damnedest to keep the school open. I will tell you, it was rough, but science proved him right. Yep. And all through COVID, he kept his damn school open, and he yeah. You know, it was hard. See, it's not it's it's not just that science proved your brother right. It's your brother runs his school for his children. He doesn't yeah. run it for himself. Yeah. He runs his school for his children. Right. He wants to make sure his children are learning and his teachers are in the, the, the good headspace oh, in order they to be able to put that positive energy he down. He got so rid your, of your he brother didn't. is amazing. He got fired him. Well, that's probably where they keep renewing his contract because, you know, his kids. Know. Come, here's something else that he did. Now, you know, technical centers have kind of gone away. He is now, I think it's this year, they're opening up a technical center to where these kids can go and learn a technical trade. And he's yes. part time with local businesses. Yes. Will go in and they're part of this technical school and they will, these kids will train because not all kids go to college. Right. And these kids no. will go out with a skill that yeah. they can now go and work for that company when they graduate. That is, and you know what, that's something that they used to do in schools, but they don't really concentrate on right. vocational training. And, you know, I used to say that to my kids and every kid that comes along, not everybody is meant for education. Not everybody is meant for schooling. So if you get through high school, you know, find a passion that makes you happy. You want to be a motorcycle mechanic, go to yeah. a mechanic school. You know, do you like woodworking? Go you know, be an apprentice with a with a carpenter. If you like plumbing, be an apprentice with a plumber. You know, there are agencies that provide all of these apprentice yeah. type positions that provides on the job training and they get paid for something that they enjoy doing because True. they can't put their head around words and books. Okay, you know, to go and get a, an associate's degree or a bachelor's degree or a master's degree. You well, know, my, I got a four-year degree. I've never used it. Yeah, I've and that, that's the thing is, uh, I've been a machinist uh, uh, for thirty-two years, and I did serve in an apprenticeship. I, you know, and, and, in, hind, in hindsight, you know, I think I might have liked to have taken a different direction. But um, the thing is, is I would, I would match 
you know, at the end of the day, my overall earnings to, to anybody who's been to college, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, I was that, that that's the advantage of the vocational side is you yeah. start earning. I mean, they got a uh, welders and plumbers now are six figure incomes, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, is that, uh, it's funny. Cause I just posted that the other day, the other day on my personal page about, uh, you know, let's, let's emphasize the trade schools over the college, just that fact, because at the end of the day, if we lose these straight skilled tradesmen, what is that going to do to our country? What is that going to do to in turn our national security? You know, we have, we we have the capability of being self-sufficient. We just choose to outsource about 90% of everything we do. So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, a machinist, I could have, I always felt like, yeah, you know, I did it out of necessity, but you know, never, never lacked for an income. You know, I like where I'm living. You know, I mean, it's, I've, I, it, I've done well, as well as I need to be doing, you know, I'm not that ambitious. Good. So. And I agree. And I agree with you. I tell people all the time. I went into the military and um, my, my recruiter was sat me in front of a, a typewriter. And I was like, well, what's that? <laughs> hey, hey guys, and, I got to go. All right. Yeah. We'll wrap it up here. It Linda, we're wrapping up. It was great. We'll to get meet. together again soon, hey, guys. Yes, have an amazing day. Please, uh, I'll call you later. Reach out to me anytime, okay? I will. I'll send you that information, too. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good Bye weekend. Now. See you. Have a good weekend, guys.